Welcome to the Sermon Podcast of First Christian Church of St. Paul, located in Roseville, Minnesota. We are a congregation of Christian Church, Disciples of Christ, a congregation that is united in Christ for the sake of the world. Join us for worship in person or via our live stream Sundays at 11 a.m. You can learn more about us by going to FCCStPaul.org. Here is this week's sermon. Our text for today comes from Acts 7, verses 54 through 60, and from John 14, verses 1 through 14. You can follow along in your bulletin if you are um, here in person on page 6. And we will begin with Acts. When they heard these things, they became enraged and ground their teeth at Stephen. But filled with the Holy Spirit, he gazed into heaven and saw the glory of God and Jesus standing at the right hand of God. Look, he said, I see the heavens opened and the Son of Man standing right at the right hand of God. But they covered their ears and with a loud shout, all rushed together against him. Then they dragged him out of the city and began to stone him. And the witnesses laid their coats at the feet of a young man named Saul. While they were stoning Stephen, he prayed, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. Then he knelt down and cried in a loud voice, Lord, do not hold this sin against them. When he had said this, he died. And now from John. Do not let your hearts be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. In my Father's house there are many dwelling places. If it were not so, would I have told you that I go to prepare a place for you? And if I go to prepare a place for you, I will come again and will take you to myself so that where I am, there you may be also. And you know that the way to the place where I am going. Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you are going. How can we know the way? Jesus said to him, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you know me, you will know my Father also. From now on, you do not you, you do know him and have seen him. Philip said to him, Lord, show us the Father, and we will be satisfied. Jesus said to him, Have I been with you all this time, Philip, and you still do not know me? Whoever has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, Show us the Father? Do you not believe that I am the Father and the Father is in me? The words that I say to you I do not speak on my own, but the Father who dwells in me does his works. I believe that I am in the Father, and the Father is in me. But if you do not, then believe me because of the works themselves. Very truly I tell you, the one who believes in me will also do the works that I do. In fact, will do greater works than these, because I am going to the Father. I will do whatever you ask in my name, so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you have asked me for anything, I will do it. This is the word of God for all the people of God. Thanks be to God. Amen. Amen. 
there's a memory from seminary that sticks in my mind, and I can't remember the class that it was in, or, um, but I had to write a paper for some reason. I do remember that I just had this idea that I was going to play around with some of my beliefs. And so I, I started to focus basically, not to say that there wasn't a heaven or anything, but that maybe we shouldn't focus our faith on heaven so much. And I remember writing this and I presented it to the class. And um, I thought I was some hot stuff. Um, a modern day uh, theologian like Karl Barth or Paul Tillich. And I was proud of myself for thinking outside of the box. At that same class, there was this young seminarian. She, at the time, was probably in her uh, late 20s. And um, like me, she was on her way towards ordination. What I remember about her that sticks in my mind is that early in our sophomore year, her husband, who I believe was working at the seminary, died in a freak accident. It was quite shocking, it was quite sad um, to have this woman who at this point was in her 20s to all of a sudden become a widow. She quietly responded and said in some ways that she needed to have some focus on the concept of heaven, if only to focus on the hope that she would see her departed husband at some point again. Well, that knocked me down a few pegs. So I share that story because I've always wondered about how we look at heaven and the afterlife. And I wonder, does it all matter? And how does it fit into our faith? How does this make sense? Especially in a time when we don't really live in what is called an enchanted time, when we don't, when we tend to just see what we see and have a hard time believing in things outside of our, our vision. I've been wondering about the role of heaven in our faith. I think that there are many that think that we should just jettison it altogether because looking at heaven is simply an escape and it's a way to not focus on earthly injustice in our world. And as I was reading the commentary from the gospel for this week, the in John, some theologians were actually looking at this passage and saying that the early parts where Jesus talks about going to preparing a place and about you know, being in his father's house, many mansions, was not about heaven. And that we need to not think about that, but to focus on now. Now, Jesus is talking to his disciples, and they're troubled. They don't know what is going on. He's talking about going away, and obviously Jesus is talking at his final meal, the final time that he will be with his disciples before he is arrested and then crucified. Jesus talks about going to prepare a place and that in his father's house are many mansions, as I said earlier. And like I said, this has been interpreted about being about heaven and some think, no, this is about now. 
But what if it's about both? What if it's about now and later? Jesus is making room in the heart of God. In fact, in some ways, that's what Jesus is talking about. Jesus is here. Jesus is is going to be through the cross and later the resurrection, making room in the heart of God for all of us. But Jesus is also creating space for the future, for a future hope. The disciples don't understand what's going to happen in a few hours. They didn't understand that Jesus, again, was going to be arrested and tortured and die, and die a brutal death. They didn't understand that the moment that Jesus was trying to, was talking about here, what he was doing right at this point was instilling a sense of hope. They would not be alone. God is with them now and well into the future. Heaven can be and has been at the type in the past used as escapist. And it can be a way of trying to get people to not think about the current injustice in the world. But heaven can also push us forward to preach justice and God's righteousness, even at the expense of our own lives. That's what the story in Acts is all about. Stephen, who is a character in that passage, is one of the first deacons of the church. And the deacons were called to care for the widow and the orphan. The apostles were so busy trying to care for those in their midst that they just didn't have time to preach. And so they needed people who could do that. And that's what Stephen did. In this passage, he has drawn the ire of the leaders who disagreed with him. And at a moment when life, his life hangs in the balance, he talks about looking up and seeing God and Jesus together in heaven. And that got the crowd incredibly angry, murderously angry. And so they stone him to death. Stephen was not an escapist. He cared for those who were in need. But he was also empowered by hope in a God that prepared the place for him. What was happening to him as he was being stoned to death was not the end of the story. There was hope. And he could look forward to that, even at the risk of his life. And so he could risk his own life because he knew that there was a place prepared for him in the heart of God. Heaven gave him hope to do ministry in the here and now. Believing in heaven must be about hope. It's not simply just a place where we go to die, but it is about hope, a place where and and a time where the evils that oppress us will no longer have power. We live in that hope that the power, that the sins that keep us all down will one day finally be defeated. 
It is that hope that keeps us as followers of Jesus Christ empowered to do the work now against injustice, not because we will do this all on our own, but because we believe that the injustice that we face in our world is not powerful compared to the God of the universe who will ultimately bring hunger and poverty and racism and all other evils down to defeat. The writer and thinker C.S. Lewis once wrote that believing in heaven is not about pie in the sky thinking, but it's about how we look at the here and now. He wrote this, a continually looking forward to the eternal world is not, as some modern people think, a form of escapism or wishful thinking, but one of the things a Christian is meant to do. It does not mean that we are to leave the present world as it is. If you read history, you will find that the Christians who did the most for the present world were just those who thought most of the next. It is since Christians have largely ceased to think of the other world that they have become so ineffective in this one. Aim at heaven and you will get earth thrown in. Aim at earth and you will get neither. In 2008, Stephen Curtis Chapman faced an unimaginable tragedy. Stephen Curtis Chapman is well-known in contemporary Christian music circles. Um, he's been well-known and been, I think, making music since the 1980s. He's an artist that I've listened to since his beginnings. In May 2008, his son, Will, was pulling into the driveway of their home in suburban Nashville. One of his daughters, uh, adopted daughter, a five-year-old Maria, ran out hoping to meet her big brother, hoping that he would put her on the monkey bars. They didn't see one another. And the sad result is that Will ran over his sister with the car. Maria was airlifted to the hospital in Nashville, but she had lost too much blood and was pronounced dead on arrival. At her funeral, she was buried in the flower girl dress that she was going to wear at her big sister's wedding later in the year. Chapman was devastated. And there was, he wondered if he could even actually ever sing again. A year later, he came out with an album and he released uh, the lead single. It was a song that really talked about his grief. It's called Heaven is the Face. And if you ever have the time, find it, you can find it on YouTube and I would listen to it. It is a meaningful and moving song about hope in the midst of the despair. And the bridge of the song talks about hope I think in a way that is incredibly powerful. He talks about how God's glory will fill the empty spaces and that how one day cancer will be gone, the hungry will be fed, the lonely will find someone to love, and there will be no more enemies. 
And he concludes the song saying that heaven was present in the smiling face of a little girl that is no longer with him. But it is also heaven of a future hope where that same little girl will take him to the heart of God. We live on this side of heaven. There is sadness, there is frustration. It is a world where kids are gunned down in the school, where shoppers in a mall. It is a world where the invading, an invading Russian army strikes fear by killing random people in a small Ukrainian town. This is the world that we live in. But the hope and what Jesus was talking about is that we worship a risen Christ. Not one that is dead, but one that defeated death and that has made space for us in the heart of God in heaven. That hope in the resurrection, that willingness to aim for heaven is what empowers us now to be the church, to spread the good news of Jesus Christ, to preach and to work for justice, and finally to bring some heaven into our world. Thanks be to God. Amen. hope this week's sermon was nourishment for your soul. If you would like to listen to past sermons, watch past worship services, leave a prayer request, or get directions to our worship location, please visit our website at fccstpaul.org. May God be with you on your daily journey.